Welcome to the Homeschool Unlocked podcast, the show that helps parents see homeschooling as a unique opportunity. So forget fear. You can inspire. You can guide your child. Homeschool Unlocked. It's not school. It's life. Well, good day, good day, Homeschool Unlocked family. Well, I mean, the last couple episodes, you've had a chance to be with my beautiful queen, Monica, and she's had a chance to interview and work with our three oldest, Jesus III, Naomi, and Mila. For those of you meeting me for the first time, I am Jesus Aviles, and at least for the next two episodes, I'm going to be the one leading us, and I'm going to be talking into not our oldest three, but our youngest three. Uh, let me first start off with introducing you to Johan Aviles. Say hello, big boy. Hello. That man is a man of few words, but we're going to get right to it. So now listen, we've had an opportunity to talk about chores uh, with the oldest three, right? Their experiences, their lessons, the impact on adulthood. So we're going to do the same thing with you, Johan. We're just going to ask you a couple of different questions tied to chores. For the world out there, Homeschool Unlocked is about opening opportunities that are only found when you homeschool, right? When you bring your child home. Now, that could be for a short season. That can be for a long season. But we just definitely want to maximize that time when you have together with your kids. So, chores, awesome opportunity to teach some things. Let's start off with Johan. What What is that list of chores you currently have assigned to you? So, currently, I do the trash. That includes throwing it out and putting them out to the curb. I have to fill our Berkey. I have to do all the dishes for dinner. I do the lunch table. I feed our dog. Keep going, big boy. What else do you do? You do a couple other things. I do the lunch table. I wipe it and sweep it. I fold my laundry and I wash all of my brother's laundry. All right. So that list is that list is pretty long. And one of the things we talked about, at least mommy did that when she spoke to the oldest three, was the concept of the older teaching the younger. So if you don't mind, big boy, just want to hear it from you, right? You're a boy. After you, you have two younger brothers. So... Uh, let me know, what was your learning process, Poppy? Who taught you? What taught you what? Uh, pick uh, pick one or two chores that, you know, you received some good instruction. Let us know who gave that to you. So the two I chose is I'm going to talk about laundry. When I was younger, my older brother did, like, a lot of our family's laundry. And as he started getting older and transitioning to new jobs and even less jobs, uh, I had was tasked with doing laundry. When I first started, I was not very good. I kind of just threw it all together and just stacked it up in a pile. But my older brother was a little frustrated at me. And after some time of watching him and teaching, he uh, taught me how to properly fold it. And from then on, I had been folding. I've been folding very well. So, so let me pause you right there. So, uh, talking about learning in this particular case. Uh, you kind of learned just just by observing your older brother, or did he, you know, sit you down and say, "Hey, let's fold this one shirt or let's put this in there"? What was it? Was it more observational, or a little bit of combination of things? It was a combination, but he had tried to teach me before, and I wasn't really paying attention, so he didn't really want to waste time. In his opinion, it was a waste of time, like teaching me <laughs> because I wasn't paying attention. So it was just like him would have to spend his time showing me how to do it, and then at the end, I just go back. So I started having to just watch him because he didn't want to teach me and I wasn't really properly watching him. So so let's let's uh, let's put that in context a little bit. How much older is your older brother than you are? He is five years older than me. So he's five years older, right? So if you could imagine, you know, you're, you're dealing with a sixth grader and he's uh, working with a first grader. 
right? I mean, that's the context that we're dealing with. So far, you know, we've had a chance to speak to both Mila and Naomi, and both of them, you know, the age gap between uh, the younger ones that they're instructing is a little less. It's more like two, two and a half years. And so we got one boy teaching another boy, both obviously preferring to be outside, but we're teaching laundry. All right. Okay, Bob. So, so that learning process, uh, uh, lots of observation. Did you get a chance to ask lots of questions or was it just, you know, whatever your eyeballs taught you? Well, actually, it was my dad who I asked more questions to. He would always fold his shirts a very specific way. And when I used to, I used to fold it in one way my entire life until my dad said, if you fold it this way, it takes less space and it looks cleaner and it keeps it safer. So I asked him and he taught me that way. So... That portion was from like my dad and teaching, but the rest was like from uh, observation. All right, so a um, direct instruction. Let that be a hint. So we kind of gave the assignment to my oldest boy to kind of help and train his younger brother, five years younger. Him frustrated, say, man, it's it's easier for me to simply just do it myself, right? And then daddy kind of stepped in, kind of taught you some more specifics, how to fold things, just to let you know. Uh, at a younger age, I folded for working in the mall, didn't know how to quite sell anything, so I worked stock and folding stuff, and so I was actually taught by professional mall folders. You, you talked about not immediately succeeding, especially, you know, when you were depending so much just on observation and no no direct instruction on that. Talk to me about, about that sense of failure and how, how'd you overcome it, and what, what were you thinking about during that process, right? Because we're trying to we're trying to teach and learn at all steps. So no immediate success. You had some failure. Talk to me about that, big boy. So first, I didn't have success because I wasn't properly paying attention. And when I did, it was just difficult because like I would have to watch it so thoroughly. And on long sleeve shirts and shorts and pants, it was different. And I just started getting confused. And I was just like, okay, I might just have to be like this horrible folder for the rest of my life. I might just like stay this way. But then I just realized and I keep practicing and my dad helped me out and he, it helped me a lot. As soon as I started folding one shirt better, it just started flowing. So if you just keep practicing, you will get better because after like a year almost of just keep practicing, I actually was able to do a presentation about how to fold shirts. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let me, let me bring it back. So, so one of the things that, that I grew up with uh, as I had a, a high school baseball coach that often told us, Practice does not make perfect. Practice makes habit. Perfect practice makes perfect. And so all of a sudden, Johan begins to have that perfect practice. I'm right there with him. And Johan's a homeschool kid. He has to present something in front of his class. And, and Johan, talk to us about that experience because you came home and you talked about the lesson you gave in class to the other kids. Tell, tell me what grade were you in and how that lesson turned out for you? So I think I was in fourth or fifth. I was doing a presentation and I started talking up by folding. And immediately, because a lot of the parents would stay in the class, they were all like, oh my gosh, they were all super happy. And when I started going on, the kids in my class looked so confused, like, they looked as though they had never even folded a piece of clothes. <laughs> and after my presentation, which was like, I don't know, three to four minutes, I had every single parent ask me, can you teach my kid? Do you have a video? Like, how did you learn? Because their kids had also struggled and hadn't really been able to get good at folding laundry. And it gets to the point where your kids just aren't learning. So you just say, okay, well, I have to keep doing folding the laundry. And that puts additional stress on the parent, which has other stuff to pay attention to. I like that. I had a way to think about us, Johan. The parents got other things to think about. So, big boy, um, I need you to think ahead a couple years. Future impact, right? 
uh, a question we often ask, you know, your two older sisters and your older brother. What do you think the fruit is going to be of uh, just, just just having these chores, just having these different chore experiences and uh, having to learn, having to teach? Talk to me. So often when people move out of their parents' house, the whole world comes as a shock. And I'm for sure it'll be the same for me. But when it comes to like if they stay at their own apartment or managing a house, it's definitely like a whole new ball game. But with me being able, with me cooking, cleaning, wiping, sweeping, uh, folding laundry, all that kind of stuff, I think it'll really help me with a uh, with already a little foundation on how to take care of a house and how to take care of myself. All right, so that was Johan smacked the microphone. Johan, like myself. Um, when we talk, our hands move. Sorry, you know, that's probably deep inside Johan's Puerto Rican roots. When uh, talking begins, hands begin to flow. So he had made the comment of chores, setting a nice, a nice foundation for, for running your own home. But, but in that conversation, Johan, you, you talked about cooking, my man. And I don't think you listed that as one of the things, or you might have listed that. Talk to me about that. When, that ass- when did that assignment come and, and what, what exactly are your duties there? A little bit ago, about a year ago, my mom started giving me and my sisters cooking days. It was one day a week where, oh, actually one to two days a week, where we would cook breakfast, lunch, and dinner, usually just breakfast and lunch. But I started really liking liking to cook, and my mom was doing so much that I just wanted to help her more, and I thought about cooking, and I thought about what's something that takes a lot of my mom's time and is basically a necessity, and she can't really skip a day. And I landed on cooking, and I'd really started to love cooking. So for the summer, I cook breakfast, lunch, and dinner every single day for every day of the week for the entire summer. So let me let the crowd know. Johan, first and foremost, is super compassionate, right? And so when you think of compassion, you think of just an awareness of others. And, and then not only just an awareness, but you are moved to do something about that awareness. So so here goes Johan, super duper Mr. Compassionate. This is the guy that likes to hug people and see how you're doing and, you know, wants to wants to just encourage you with about a thousand words, right? He sees his mom. He realizes mom needs more time. What can I take on? And And cooking. Cooking came to mind. And so we started off, like you had mentioned, one day a week. And now the summer. The summer's what? Already been about four weeks? Yeah. We're about four weeks into the summer right now, and Johan was given what assignment? Repeat that one more time. What was that assignment, big boy? Cooking breakfast, lunch, and dinner every single day. So his assignment became from one day a week. Or was it one meal one day a week or all three meals one day uh, a week? Like two meals. Two of the three meals, right, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, once a week to all meals. Uh, uh, eh, so I'm not talking about all meals for himself. Johan was assigned this summer, and he's taking it on like a champ, which I think is just a beautiful thing. Um, you know, cooking, cooking for the entire family. Now, right now, my, my oldest son is, is out on the road, so Johan's cooking for five. Johan's cooking for five people, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Now, that's not necessarily cooking from scratch. Walk me through that, Bobby. Is it you wake up in the morning and, wow, all those ingredients are there, and the exact thing for you to cook is on a sheet of paper? Walk me through anything and everything you have to do to get get us through that one? I start off by just thinking about a bunch of foods that I like, and then I start thinking, okay, what my family like, and what are the ingredients? So after I've written down a menu for the week, I write down all the ingredients I need for each meal. I tell my mom, and we buy them. I store them away properly. Then when it comes to, like, Monday, I'll have a set Monday food. I'll make it. Some people would say that I take too long 
I tried to make a lot of fancy meals for like every day of the week and just sometimes it gets out of hand. So like sometimes it'll be lunch and I'll be like, it's I'll be ready by 12 o'clock and it's like three o'clock and it just finished making because it takes like four hours to make. It's a lot of prep work and it takes a lot more time than I thought, but it, I really enjoy it and I really like, I believe that I'm a good cook and I believe that the meals I make are good and I'm very happy about that because I would hate to give people bad food. So it, sometimes I try to give them like restaurant food and maybe sometimes it needs to be a little bit quicker just for like time's sake and stuff. So let me, let me, let me bring it back just a little bit only because, you know, we didn't get from Johan uh, cooking two meals a week to cooking three meals uh, six days a week, right? Because on Sundays we take off six days a week. I think I might have mentioned five days a week. I mean, mom has worked with him throughout the years. And what I mean by that, for the parents that are on here, when you sit down and you go shopping and you're coming up with what, what list is, you need to get your kid involved. And I think that's where kind of Johan started. We have all kind of allergies that we take, which is why our plexus and uh, all the stuff we're taking for good gut health, why we need it. It isn't it, it isn't optional for us. And so we've always been very careful with, with uh, the menu and what we go out and the groceries and how we invest our money. And so moms brought in the different kids during those different aspects. Hey, Johan, come in. Okay, this is how I'm going to prep for the week. These are the meals I set out. So Johan has learned Johan's through observation and questioning you know thinks about the menu understands all the days uh understands the budget submits his meals mommy says yes or no depending upon what the budget looks like so Johan's been taught slowly but surely how to go grocery shopping what he needs for meals um and the only thing we're working at is is something that comes with practice you know anybody that's ever cooked anything uh knows something that probably should take 20 minutes at the beginning takes you about an hour and so you know uh johan did spend some time there talking about uh you know him taking a bit long we're planning on eating lunch yeah you probably shouldn't cook that for three hours but with Johan, he wants to make a little garnish on the side. He wants to go steak for lunch. Hey, let's let's bump that to dinner. So this big boy here is learning all kind of skills. Um, I think I just have two more questions for you, big boy. Let's start off with what skills, because you've talked to us about folding clothes, major task for you. You've talked to us about cooking, another major task, those two. You have tons of other ones. But But talk to me about the skills and abilities you're learning in there. Right, because I mean, to fold clothes, you got you know steps and procedures and organization and timing and priorities. So talk to me about some of these some of these skills that having chores, um, and you can pick a chore that that is is really you find man, it's it's really growing in this area. What are your thoughts on that? So like with like uh, not being forgetful, being disciplined, and realizing that some stuff does have to be done at a certain time regardless of what your schedule is or what you want it to be, such as like feeding Kenobi and feeding my family with their food. Sometimes it you just want to push all your stuff to the latest possible, When it, but when it comes to certain jobs, it teaches you to be disciplined and be on top of your jobs and not just let things go to the very end. And with jobs like cooking and folding laundry, it teaches me that like if I practice hard enough, eventually I'll get good at it. And I've been cooking more and more, and I realize that now meals that I haven't even searched a recipe, I'm able to make because of my skills that I built up. But at the beginning, I had to search like everything up. So just keep practicing, and you will get better. And uh, it helps you discipline. Yeah. So so let me so let me let me step in here just a little bit because we've often said it at Homeschool Unlocked that we emphasize skills over content. 
right? And so I've asked Johan, hey, what skills and abilities have improved? And Johan has spent a good amount of time talking about the content. Cooking better. Cleaning better. Folding better, right? So he's still thinking about the content. So Johan, I want you, I'm, I'm going to throw a couple skills at you and you tell me if the chores that you've mentioned uh, have helped build these skills. Memory. Yeah. How about communication? Definitely. How about the ability to schedule? For Yes, literally all of these probably. How about patience? Yes, with cooking. How about organization? Yes, with cooking. How about prioritization? Yes. How about time management? Yes. Okay, so this is an example of, of even even us that we work together and we talk about, hey, these are the skills being built while you do this. Even us, we at times are concerned with the content. Listen, I'm more concerned with Johan's ability to plan, organize, priority, uh, prioritize, manage his time, communicate with us. I'm more concerned with those aspects of cooking than the taste of the actual meal. I, I, I mean, I am. Now, Johan, the quality of his food has progressively gotten better. He's, he's more easily start to finish producing a better product. But I'm, I'm going to tell you, again, it, it's, it's not about content. It's about skills. And you got to think about that. So for you parents out there that, that, that kind of look at the house trying to decide, man, what chores can I start with? Or what chores can I transition my kid out of and into? I need you to think of the skills involved in there. And if these are skills that they either need to further build or is a weakness or is a strength, you got to decide that. Hey, am I going to give chores where my kid is really good at it, right? I mean, he's, they're really punctual. Uh, they're really detailed-oriented. Great. Then you, can, you got chores that, that can do that, right? Grocery shopping. You got a bunch of little chores. Or am I going to lean on a couple things uh, that, that maybe I give a little less instructions because I really need them to fill in the details, Right. If you have a child, right, in Johan's particular case, he started it with now now listen, you're gonna have to go back to like episode one, two, and three. And I had mentioned it and I had mentioned it a couple different times. When you begin to work with your children, I'm gonna tell you the first skill you have to build is something called sustained attention. I'm sorry. The the quicker your child grows in the ability to kind of be quiet and like listen and pay attention. When I tell you, that's when exponential growth begins. And the faster you work on it, the better. Now, this is how I started with Johan. Hey, Johan, I need you to wait three seconds. And in my mind, I'm going one, two, three, and I give it to him. Even if I could have given something immediately, I'm working on his ability to hold and control himself. And Johan began this whole process with, what's your current list of chores? And I kind of tell him, talk to me about the learning process. The first chore he talked about was was folding and his inability to pay attention while instruction was taking place. I mean, he said, I didn't say that. He's aware of that. And I mentioned that, listen, sustained attention. What follows sustained attention, the next thing that builds on top of that is memory. After memory is built, then you can begin to sequence and plan and organize. After you begin to sequence, plan and organize, you cannot be stopped. Johan, let me ask you something. Is there anything that you think you can't do? No. Why not, bro? Because I know if I try hard enough, I can learn any skill. Because if he tries hard enough, he can learn any skill. But the reality is he's sitting with skills. How do you approach something new? Well, first, the vocabulary of it. What are the words? Then now we got instruction. 
Now we got laying things out in a particular sequence. Like we've just taught that. We've taught a framework to approach everything new. And we bring that into the chores. That's what I want to ask you guys to think about. When you're, you know, homeschooling your children and we're talking about chores, think through, think through the skills in that, teach that because then that becomes the framework for everything else. Please don't think that you're teaching your child to fold clothes, to fold clothes. That, that is not it. Listen, have to close my kids fold, I'm refolding because I want it a particular way, but they are learning what? What are you learning? Give me three skills you're learning when you're folding clothes, big boy Leroy. Discipline, focus, and determination because especially with laundry, there's been times where I have to fold like five baskets and I just want to quit after the first one, but you have to keep powering through. Perseverance. 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 Let's do it. So, so last question because I said I had two of them. I think the last one, the last one's going to be pretty cute. My man, what is a chore you don't have that you want? Something that you see somebody else do that you, you want to take on. Feeding the fish. Talk to me about feeding the fish. What, what fascinates you about feeding fish? I like the fish and it's very easy. Well, well listen, he's worked hard enough cooking all the meals per week to just feed some fish. That's, that's significantly easier. Am I right? Yes. Big boy, I want to say I love you. I thank you for your time. Uh, Johan's going to actually leave us now. At the end of this particular session, he's going to go. He's going to wash some dishes. And then he has to prepare dinner for himself because, you know, we had a particular event we just came from. Big boy, I love you. Can I, can I just get, put a blessing on you, my man? Yes, sir. Lord, I pray for my boy. Lord, I know you keep him. I know you protect him. May he grow in being more Christ-like every day in his attitude, in his demeanor, in his heart, in his mind. Lord, transform him, Lord, so that one day he can lead his home and lead his grandkids and his great-grandkids. We pray for generational beauty and growth in you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, Homeschool Unlocked family, that'll do it for this particular episode. The next people you're about to meet is Joel and Geronimo, my sixth grader and my second grader. I can't wait to hear for those answers. So guys, God bless. Great time. See you next week. Thank you for spending time with us today. Check out our link below and subscribe to our podcast. We hope that we helped you by unlocking a new way of seeing homeschooling. Who else needs to hear this? Only you know. So take action and share it. Because remember, homeschool unlocked. It's not school. It's life.